This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and your accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist, zenroclothingco.com, music for your everyday. This episode also sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Baked daily, crafted with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use, and um, is great, you know? If you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself, definitely check out Podbean. Use uh, the link podbean.com slash Socraticgamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free. Test it out, build that content. Uh, anyone can podcast, right, Vish? Yep. Start a, start a podcast and uh, get your ideas out there. All right. Enjoy the episode. Okay, so um, how long has it been since you've watched Defending Jacob? A long time. So I don't remember the ending. Okay, okay. So basically, total spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, you're like late on the game. We watched it only recently. Like We just finished it yesterday, but it took us like a while. But it's been out for, for years, right? I think 2020 it came out. Okay, so yeah, years, like two years ago. Um, basically, the idea... The whole premise of the show is that you're watching the dad recount a trial between his son and another schoolmate. And everyone thinks that the son killed the student, mm-hmm. right? And there, there's like so many um, so many twists and turns because they make you think it's like one other person. They switch it to like, um, there's like the pedophile guy that they think it is. And then there's the best friend who they think it is. And then it just keeps like moving around. But then you go back to like, oh, maybe it's Jacob because of all the... Um, all the evidence that's pointing to him. So basically, like, three days after the killing of the boy, mm-hmm. uh, Jacob wrote on a website basically a breakdown of how he killed the kid. Mm-hmm. But then he was like, oh, no, this is fake. It's like I I, um, I wrote it, like, it's like just out of my imagination, right? Yeah. And then, um, the, then the pedophile guy who they thought it was, he ends up killing himself and confessing. But the twist there is that the da- the grandpa that's in prison pulled some strings to make somebody force um, the note and then kill himself. And then the father, Chris Evans, finds out. I'm just giving you a quick synopsis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Then the father uh, finds out that the grandpa did it. Mm. And then, so now he's like, so did my kid kill him? Because everyone thinks he killed him, like, especially with the confessional story. Mm -hmm. But he's like, no, it's just like a story. And then the mom was like, oh, it's a confession. Right. And then... um, so that happens, and then they go to Mexico, and then the kid is out with a girl, and then she goes missing, and then then he conf- the dad confesses to the mom about like the murder uh, through the grandpa, mm-hmm. and then now th- throughout the whole thing, the mom is kind of like, my son's a killer, she's like freaking out, and then when she finds this out, now everybody thinks that he killed the girl, but then she turns up like uh, two days later, it turned out she was like drugged at a party, and mm-hmm. then they like took her out, and she was like being yep. held somewhere so then it's like okay so maybe he's not a killer so the whole thing's about like is he a killer is he not a killer mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and then the final episode it turns out the reason why they're um interviewing chris evans you, you think it's like oh maybe the kid died or like what why are they why is this like a flashback like why is the whole yeah. thing a flashback 
it turns out the mom couldn't take it anymore and she was like i don't know if you're a killer or not so out of her stress and anxiety she like guns the car as fast as she can and then she drives into a wall yeah and then the whole the whole thing turns out to be um a case of did the mom try and kill jacob Mm -hmm. so that's why the dad's giving the testimony because because the sorry uh you might you're definitely gonna hear athena for this one um so the reason why the dad's giving the testimony is because he's uh trying to get his wife off of the murder charge right okay so you think it's all about the kid but you realize it's just a flashback to get to this point where should we charge the mom or not Mm -hmm. and then he goes to jail uh no no, she goes she's they're both in the hospital so he visits the wife in the hospital jacob's like in basically a coma because he's like super hurt and then the mom is like awake but she doesn't remember what happened Mm -hmm. so she's like like why would they think i want to kill my son blah blah and then like there's so much evidence that she she did do it too Mm -hmm. and then basically chris evans is like he like protects his family by like he's like the main lawyer of the town he's like okay i got my son off now he's trying to get his wife off which he ended up doing but like he goes the final scene is he goes back to his house and he's like drinking alone and like you could feel the stress of like all this craziness that happened to him right yeah okay so the reason why i bring this up is because you think the the show is about jacob mm-hmm. right but it's actually about the mom mm-hmm. and the whole thing was watching her slowly deteriorate into like psychosis yeah. over like is this true or is this not mm-hmm. and what it really made me think about is in life it's like a strong mind is everything yeah you know what i mean because mm-hmm. it's like like the the whole show was just about like she couldn't take the lies and the deceit and then like can i trust my kid can mm-hmm. i not trust my kid mm-hmm. we shouldn't be here somebody died because of you and then she tried to like kill both of them yeah you know and like it, it's like because because you see like chris evans's thing where he he's measured through the whole thing he's just like i'm just trying to do the best for my family and mm-hmm. like whatever like he didn't let life get him down yeah and it was almost like that was the point of the story yeah yeah that's true but like for his side it's like um i mean his dad was a murderer right was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. like that's he's already coming from that side where he's not letting that control his life right oh, so he already has built um like the ability to do that right 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 De- like decompartmentalize and mm-hmm. like put stuff aside because she did say this like the chris evans is like he's not a murderer and she's like how do you know that and he's like nobody can hold that kind of lie for that long mm-hmm. and then she's like you did because mm-hmm. he didn't tell his whole family about his dad being a murderer right and then he was like oh yeah you're right so then it's like yeah, he, what what you're saying is correct. Is like he had to go through a trot like a um, hardship in his young life, and he learned how to cope. Mm-hmm. He built like a very strong mental fortitude around right. it. Like everyone's like, "Oh, we've never seen him angry." Like mm-hmm. he, except for one time when uh, another lawyer tried to rile him up by being like, "Oh, your dad's a murderer," blah blah blah, and he got pissed. But then, like when they're doing the trial, they're like, "Oh, I've never seen him mad or anything like that." He's always measured. He's always calculated. Yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, because because he doesn't want." his dad's gene to come up kind of thing. yes 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 yes. so he's always been uh always looking like protecting himself from that yeah right for sure for sure and the the wife she's never dealt with anything this stressful so like it's like it's like a crisis of conscience or like reality yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. i mean like for any anyone that gets put into that kind of situation like we see that all the time in 
in real world, right? Yeah. Like it's having like everyone judging you without yes, knowing yes. you. Yes, yes, yes. All, all those stressors. All those but, stressors. Yeah. But what I'm trying to get at is like, it's like you can't control life, but you can control how you react to it. No, I know. But I'm saying yeah. like uh, these, that's true in, in the general context. Yes, you're correct. Um, but like at these extreme levels, like it's hard for any human. No, no. So I totally agree with you. But yeah. that's why I love the show because it was actually like a parallel between two coping strategies. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she couldn't cope and then he could cope, but he was like burying it every time. She kept saying to him like, like it's always one thing because like uh she's getting mad and then mm-hmm. he's like you're gonna let this one thing get between our family she's like it's always one thing with you one thing one thing right it's like you never crack or mm-hmm. whatever but it's like he can't crack but you said like you said he he grew up with his dad being a murderer yeah so he had to really figure out the coping strategy mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah and it's almost like if you look at the story of like buddha you know you need that trauma mm-hmm. you like everyone's obsessed with like avoiding trauma you know in their lives right like okay. you, you don't want to you know like you don't want to be bullied you don't want to be made fun of you don't want to be robbed mm-hmm. but it's like if you don't go through those things and learn how to be resilient from those things then it's like when something hard does happen how are you going to deal with it yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i think it's, like it's fascinating it's, it's kind of like but everything has those traumas come in and drips kind of thing you know like it does it's like a medicine drip yeah like it's like okay i'll deal with this one i'll deal with this one yeah for as hers it was like a giant all that like, once all yeah yeah for sure yeah because like he was even because um so he's a criminal prosecutor mm-hmm. so like he actually quit his job at the end and then she's like oh why are you quitting he's like i can't do it anymore being on the other side he's like i know how it feels now because mm-hmm. his job was to like Go after you the know, criminals. Yeah. Right. yeah. But he was the criminal now. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I see like all the stuff that people go through, like mm-hmm. the news, the tabloids. Like he knew what he, what was going to happen in the family. He's like, okay, just like, like, do, like, um, understand that this wave is coming. Mm-hmm. Right. But they didn't understand it, but he had seen it. Like, I guess you're right. It's like the medicine drip method. Yeah. You know, you need to slowly, slowly build your your reserves for like hardship you mm-hmm. know and then yeah. when something does happen it's like how do i cope with this yeah. you know it's weird because like you can take um the example of like stubbing your toe mm-hmm. and then people get mad at like life oh yeah, like, yeah you know what i'm saying they're yeah. like oh why'd you do this door mm-hmm. and you're like what are you talking about? the door didn't do anything mm-hmm. you stubbed it mm-hmm. right yeah. but you'd see them like shift blame and like other things and yeah, any little thing yeah people who overreact to little things yeah like, yeah it's it's the story we tell ourselves though, right? Because, because Tara, so Tara was like watching me, and she's like, "Well, do you think Jacob's innocent?" Well, I was like, "He wasn't proven guilty," mm-hmm. so like that's my coping thing. It's like, well, technically, you know. But as soon as you start adding like a narrative around, it's like, well, but all the evidence surrounding it was well, now we're just getting into like a, like a weird psychological. Yeah, problem. you're making it as he's not guilty, as per the law. That's what it is. That's, yeah, exactly. That's the fact. Exactly. And it's like, if you start adding the what ifs, then mm-hmm. it's it's like, you could what if anything. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You know? But but that's like the thing about life. And like, we're always, I think that's what it is where it's like, people are, are like too in the what if scenario mm-hmm. that that's where the anxiety comes in. Yeah, I think, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's like well, what if, what if you you know lost all your money and what if you lost your house what if 
you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff. It's like, well, what if you just got hit by a car? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and then, but then nobody thinks about that. They're like, oh, well, that's unlikely. It's like, yeah, but you're placing other things as yeah. a higher what if probability mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. being hit by a car. But we could literally be hit by a car at any moment. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I think like, even for, from my own perspective, I think of it like that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, um, I was telling you, I was like running. I don't know if I actually, I don't know if I told you this, but I was like, I always run in and out of jujitsu. And then they were like, oh, we just want to strap a GoPro on you. Like the people on the front desk, I was like laughing. And then um, they're like, we're all so curious, like what your life is like. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, if you, if you, if you like look at my life, it's very basic. Mm-hmm. But I just don't want to waste time. I told them that. I was like, I just don't want to waste time. And they're like, whoa, don't want to waste time. It's like, it was like a, an axiom in their mm-hmm. mind. They're like, oh, that's so intelligent. But it's like, no, but we, like, I'm just focusing on the fact that I could really die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I going to do with my time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's like those medicine drip psychological things that like rewire your framework that you were saying, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, it's not new that I was thinking about death. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Like my whole life. So it's like, is the key to everything hardship? You know, we're becoming so soft now, like not in a bad way, but like, you know, no bullying, everyone's inclusive. Everyone's like, those things are super important. No, no, no. I, I think that's the general society, the general way that we want society to go, but like peace loving. Right? Yes. But I think to learn how to live life, you need the hardships. You're right. Right. Yeah. So it's like, if we, um, like they make these jokes like so like there's two extreme ends right Mm -hmm. and i i like to pay attention to both and i find that uh like the sjw end is like everyone's gotta be equal blah blah blah, super nice whatever whatever and then there's the jujitsu end where they are so but i get it though because they're putting themselves through like hardship but every jujitsu person is all about struggle Mm -hmm. it's like like if we give each other participation trophies we're gonna be a weak society Mm -hmm. it's like yeah but we're also not in the a war mentality yeah right so for me it's like i'm trying to fi- uh, figure out the middle ground mm-hmm. you know so i get their point because it's like i have to put myself in hardship or else i won't understand how to cope yeah you know? I, I think depends on yeah it depends on the level of like what things can we change to make things better right i yeah. think like everyone getting a participation trophy maybe there's like an age limit to that right right okay but but that but that's not good coping if you teach a kid from a young age like you'll get a trophy anyways. No, I know. Um, it's more like I don't know because it's like you don't get the same trophy as the guy that's number one, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. So it's still like, like a, a trophy, one. as in like you tr- you tried your best. But okay, okay, I see that point. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it depends on how you teach the kid. Or what if there's like no winners? We're all winners. Like that mentality. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's not true. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, it's it's a weird, it's a weird concept nowadays when we're trying to be so inclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think maybe that's the thing. It's like it's not about being inclusive. It's about being kind. I really think that's that's no. The it it is no, no. It's coming from that. Yes. No, no, no. But but I mean, like, kindness doesn't matter if you win or lose. Just be kind. No, no, no. I know, but it's like that's where it's trying. That's where it's coming from. I think the root of this is. Oh, but, but it like it's coming from that to but, like uber kindness. Uh, no, I just think that we don't. We're trying to figure out what is the best way to to do that kind of thing, right? Yeah, okay, it's just, yeah. this is just one of the reactions, which but, is but it's almost like you need you need people who go through hardship 
to figure that out for us. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, don't go this way. You know what I mean? Like, if you have somebody that's been through really, really hard times, then their wisdom will be like, don't follow me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if you have no hard times and you're trying to change society for the better, quote unquote, it's like, but you have no frame of reference of hardship. Like, all right, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, but it depends on how, you, how you're looking at it, right? So, um, so for instance, someone that's coming from a poor background, okay. that's the hardship of you know, learning to study and then getting a good job or whatever, right? Yeah, okay, doing. Okay. But yes, some of them will, uh, will find their way through those cracks, but majority of the people don't. Right? So what, what they're trying to do is like take They're trying to help majority? more people. Yeah. Okay. Right, because only, only a few would actually figure a way out, but you're, it's still leaving a lot behind, right? But isn't that evolution? Yeah, no, but I, as a society, you're trying to... Um, Get everyone, like uh, a rise. To have everyone grow, right? It, it's like uh, that, that line where like you can only go as slow as your... You can only go as fast as your slowest buffalo. Because mm-hmm. like you have to accommodate everyone. Yeah. But like, yes, in a utopian society perspective, sure. But our, our social system isn't built that way. Why do people get paid more than other people? Yeah, you, you, no, no, but like you know, what I'm saying because because they worked harder, they did something yeah, yeah, that yeah. you know, like like uh, for, for example, okay, so my sister makes a ton of money, right? But I'm mm. like, I don't want to be your job, you know. I don't want to. I don't want to like take yeah, care yeah, of people. Yeah. So it's like, but the hardship is different. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we're talking about communism here. You know, it's like yeah, why yeah. should the well, oh uh, yeah, socialism, right? That's the whole. Uh, yeah, okay, so socialism is, yeah, interchangeable with, like, communism. Like, communism is, like, um, the government controls every aspect of it, and, like, everyone's pay is equal. They they control the prices. Similar to socialism, too, though. Like, what, yeah, what is socialism, the Socialism, it is depends. There's a, there's a variety of types of systems, but, yeah. Okay, like, I, I just went with communism. How, how, level, how they all work, yeah. Okay, I, I just went with communism because I know that um, in communist countries, it's relatively level. Everyone's uh, pay. So, like, the doctor can be paid as much as, like, the school bus driver. And that's why people don't like it. Well, yeah, I don't think that's all. Okay, but, who, like, like, like do we have, like, a perfect communist Cuba, Cuba, Cuba or something like that. Yeah, Cuba makes more sense. I don't think China is like that. No, 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 they're not. No, no, they're not. Yeah, but, but they're communists. Um, like... Well, you know what I'm saying. I know, but now, now we're getting to like the idea of mixed economies because like people say that they're communist, but they're not really. It's like a spectrum of like yeah, control, like full control by the government, which is communism, or like uh, free market, which yeah. is you control your own pay. And like every country is within that scale. Mm-hmm. You know, certain countries are more communist than others. But going back to it, it's like so. Then are we arguing like if we lived in communist countries, it would make sense to make everybody equal. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you're championing for. But I don't understand you. Like, there's there's a, there is a disconnect between the philosophy of the people and the philosophy of the government. Yeah. So, like, we all, like, the philosophy is like, you know, we, we all want to be inclusive, diverse, whatever, whatever. But the government system or, like, the governing system of, like, capitalism and the way governments are structured is not like that. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's more trying to find a balance between the two. Yeah, where you're giving opportunities to people that want to take those opportunities. Okay. Right. That's why they should have UBI. Then that's like full equality. 
Uh, yeah, but uh, true. We'll see. Right? No, no, but like, yeah, yeah. if you really want full equality, it's like, okay, if we all want equal pay, and then if you want to work harder and make more money, yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. You could do that if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I feel like we are in a very weird transitionary period. I see where it came from, though, because like our generation was super rough, you know, like we. Well, it's not the same. I, like, I wouldn't say it's as, as super rough as the previous generation, right? True. We didn't even have a world war. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Oh, I see. Like, it, progressively, it's getting softer and softer. Yes. Okay, yeah, fair, fair point. It's just inevitable, right? Like, I think everything yeah, is point. cyclical in that sense. No, so, yeah, for sure it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, we'll, sure. we'll reach a certain point, and then... There's going to be some sort of war, people are going to pest Something happens. Yeah, it's... Everything always changes. Nothing stays the same so do you think like a full utopian society is actually possible or like what would that even look well, like well maybe you know we might reach that but i think that eventually there will be there will be other issues that will end up coming out like we yeah. don't think about right so so to, to go back to the hardship thing it's like the mom was that utopian perspective she never really had a hard life mm -hmm. so she didn't know how to become resilient mm -hmm. and then the father um had a hard life mm -hmm. And then he became resilient. So it's it's just like, again, this juxtaposition of like, do we need hardship or do we all become soft? And that's what I'm really getting at here. It's like the... Depends on what you want out of life, I guess. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, what, what do you mean? Like if you just want to remain in a bubble or... Yeah, if I think people that want to change they go through their heart they want to go through hardship like they actively pursue they hardship. actively pursue yeah. it yeah okay yeah fair i see that well others would probably try to avoid as much for, for sure for sure but but then going back to the the principle of the whole thing about resiliency and like mindset matters in life it's like we without the hardship how can you build that kind of mindset no i know um but that's that's up to the individual right so yeah how they want to live life kind of thing like w saying what is one is right or the one is wrong it's I, not it's a, it's a made-up thing totally yeah but i just feel like we're setting ourselves up for failure with the the current road that we're going down like i, I get what you're saying about like yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh however they want to live their life but what if they don't even know they're living their life like that true you know, mm -hmm. does she know, like the mom in the yeah, yeah. Defending Jacob, does she know that her pursuit of softness, like, she's like, oh, it's great now. But then when, you know, it hits the fan, it's like, what, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. How are you going to react to this? Yep. And then she ended up, like, trying to kill herself and her son. Yeah. So it's like, that's you a, know what I'm saying? Like, that's a level of so, so when you say extreme. like, yeah. yeah, right? And then when you say, like, you know, however you want to live your life, I almost feel like she didn't even know she was living that kind of life, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like as it's sort of like, it's sort of like this. If you only, if, if I give you an option of like Coke or uh, Pepsi, you will only think of Coke or Pepsi. You don't even know there's a third option, mm -hmm. you know? So it's almost like the government is the thing or like society is the thing that's being like Coke or Pepsi. And then you don't even know you're just following into one of the streams Okay. But still the same stream. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like there is no choice to live how you want to live your life. Mm -hmm. Right? Because you're like, oh, however you want to live your life. But That's I'm what like, I'm saying. Like, they want to Coke give... or Pepsi. Right. You know, but if they only see Coke or Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, 
So how do I choose between like if they're both soft? Well, it's outcomes. not about yeah. It's not. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I feel like that's what I mean about like you're kind of we're kind of headed down a weird road right. because you're only giving soft outcomes or soft choices. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Well, that's why it's up. That's why it's all. It's generally people that go through hardship try to teach others, right? Yeah. True. 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 But like, with, if the system's like anti-bullying, like zero bullying policy, mm-hmm. or else they get suspended, mm-hmm. it's like, well, what if somebody's rude to you in, in life later on? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we've all been bullied, though. You know, no, I know, degree. but like, uh, I think it still happens. I think bullying still happens. It's more of, I I know what you're trying to say. It's 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 try, it's hard to find the the middle ground. Like, you don't want to allow bullying. No, but but they did before. No, 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 no. It's not like, and then especially with like you know bullying for Columbine. No, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, like, I know. Okay, but they chill. can't, they can't say like, well, we have to allow bullying so you can learn hardship. Like they can't say that. No, no, they no, they can't say that, right? Right. But it's like, but but okay, yes, you're right. They cannot do that. But that's why it's like, what can you do? What can you set up structurally? Like maybe you know. I don't think, I, I think like setting up things like anti-bullying and stuff like that is, uh, I think it's, is trying to find that middle ground where it's like, I think they can't stop bullying. Bullying still going to happen. They're right. kids, right? Uh-huh. It's more about giving the coping mechanisms for people who do get bullied. Cause some people would come out of it bad too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Right. Right. right but how do you, but so. Instead of building coping, because you're right, you got to build like coping strategies and stuff. And that's why I love the work that like Tara's doing with like the schools all about mental empowerment. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's like you're giving them tools, but the system isn't built up in a way to give tools. Yeah. So I think, I think, I think this is the thing about like the parent's job, right? No, 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 but, but okay. In teaching kids about. All right. So, so, so I, I get your point. Right. But. I, I heard this as well, and I was, like, thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You spend more time with your friends and teachers than you do with your parents. Really think about that. Like, most of the day is with other well, you, kids. You may spend time more with them, but your true self isn't around, really, around them. Your true self is at home. Like, how you really are. Okay, yes. You, that, that's who you really are to your parents. But your true self is no self, right? It's like always adapting to the situation sure no, no no it's always adapting but like where you feel the most comfortable is at home yeah okay true 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 but like going back to building coping strategies mm-hmm. that who's like you're saying the onus is on the parents yeah but, to teach them but the but, but like because they they're the ones who brought the kids to the for sure for sure for sure but but the school the society is is not giving coping strategies they're just giving you uh, policies not to do so no bullying okay but yeah we but need also, bullying is what i was saying sorry we need bullying no no i know i think the anti-bullying is is there but also if you're bullied that you 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 sh- um you can come forward for help okay i think that's also the the implication of that but right 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 but okay so yes you can come forward for help but what are they going to do now you're just going to be bullied more by other kids. Oh, look, you, you couldn't take it. You just, you, told the teacher. you see what I'm saying? Right? Like, wh- why do we not care? Well, then it is, 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 is trying to find ways to do it where you're not. It's not like everyone knows, right? 
that you're going in for help for that. For sure. For sure. I agree with you. So like to go back to it, I like, I get what you're saying about like, maybe we need an anonymous hotline for like, or like yeah. a way well, to tell the teacher of, yeah, that you're, you're yeah. being bullied. But like, how does the teacher actually help you in that situation without baiting on your scene? Well, I think that's, that's all part of the whole learning or teaching the thing about how to deal with that. Kind of, that's the whole idea of that, right? Like, like, what do you mean? Like being like, oh, we shouldn't bully other people because... No, no, yeah, no, no. It's like, I don't think the teacher's going to like out you like that. Like, how does that... So then how would they help? How, how could they possibly... If, if I'm like, hey, I'm being bullied, what is the teacher going to do? I, I don't know what's sort of in the anti-bullying policies. The, the anti-bullying policies, you're going to be like suspended. So it's like, why am I being suspended? He told me you bullying him. Okay, well, I wasn't bullying him. Then you get in this whole confrontation. Oh, see, you baited out my scene, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't know what the solutions are exactly. But I'm but, just saying, like, they're trying to find ways. To, so, like, this is all part of that learning thing as you, um, like, which kinds of things work or finding ways to work. Because that's all we're trying to do to solve problems. For sure, for sure. But, all right, now, now my answer is I think people need martial arts. Like, I know it sounds like very, um, especially me being a martial artist like <laughs> yeah, obviously yeah. it's biased but like there is a reason why i study martial arts because it puts you in a position of like that's like real equality because i need you like okay so if we're training i need you to i need to rely on you because i need a body to train with mm -hmm. so why would i disrespect you why would i break your arm on purpose because i need you to come back to train with me the next day See what I'm saying? So it builds a, a sense of camaraderie. You're both like building towards something. Yeah, you, that can happen. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then they even say like in like jujitsu, it doesn't have to be jujitsu, but like in jujitsu, police officers can train with like gang members. But when you put the uniform on, we're both equal because we're both working to together. No, I, I, I can agree with that. The people that are you're um, training with, but do people misuse it? Yeah, and they get like friggin' you like time out for you, or like you can't come back. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if but you, like if misusing it outside of the martial arts. Oh, for sure, for sure. A, a lot of people have been caught using martial arts for bad. Yeah. Okay, but so if everyone learned martial arts, then you're just battling now. So yes, you're right. They misuse it on people who don't know martial arts. Mm -hmm. But if you see two martial artists go at it, it's like, why are we going at it? We're like, we're going to have a USC fight in the middle of the road. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I understand that. So, like, I think with, um, sorry about Athena. She's, like, getting really angry <laughs> at uh, the other dog in the hall. Uh, so, anyways, um, if we both know martial arts, like, if Japanese culture, right? If, because you have to take judo in high school, elementary school, all that stuff, right? If everybody knows how to fight, it's like, we're, we're just training now. Do you mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Like, if you know how to take me down, but I also know how to take you down, now we're just back in the gym training. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not, like, how can it be misused? Mm -hmm. Because I would know some techniques that you don't know, and then we're just, like, it puts you in that position of, like, you've been in this before. You won't, you won't feel any fear, because you're like, I've done this before. Right, yeah, yeah. I think the fear comes of not knowing how to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. Right, because like, what's what's the ultimate goal of bullying? I will hurt you. Yeah. Right. If you don't do what I say, I'm gonna hurt you. Mm -hmm. That's literally what bullying is. Mm -hmm. Or like, I'm just going to make fun of you for some reason. Right. But like, if you don't react to it, I'm gonna start hitting you. 
trying to make it worse. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That is the epi- epitome of bullying. Right, right. What, what is the function? Yeah. But if you've, if you've been in those bad situations before, like we were saying, hardship, what, like what would, like it, it almost like solves itself in that way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And, and um, also you get, you get humbled when you train because like if you come in as a new white belt and there's like a bunch of people that are way better than you, if you're the bully, you're going to be like, damn, I don't know anything. And you're like, wow, this could escalate really, really bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, like on the side note of that too, um, why do people become bullies? Because they're hurt. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have trauma yeah. and they're trying to exercise that trauma. Yeah. Right. But that trauma goes back to an inadequacy. But I feel like through martial arts, you build a sense of confidence and adequacy. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. But I think that's also like not having the equal society causing no, that. For sure, for sure. But that's why I think that everyone should train martial arts. If you just make it like universal, mm-hmm. you know, like in... in um, no, I get that. I understand what you're saying, but I don't know if, yeah. that, if that solves equal society though. Uh, no, it'll solve violence. Uh, you, you can't solve inequality. Like, like you mean money, no, no. money systems? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, of course, no, of course yeah. not. So that's it's a still going to different issue. That's what I'm saying. It's still going to cause no. But even if you're poor, it's like, like I was saying with the uniform thing. It's like I know you're poor, but we're training together. I need you. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you're a really nice training partner, like there is no animosity mm-hmm. there at all. You know, because I like I need you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You build that reliance on another person. Yeah, and you like you take away class systems mm-hmm. on the mat mm-hmm. does that make sense like, no no I, I, I get that yes yeah. I understand that yeah just, just the more I like watch all these things like these like mental things like defending Jacob or like even with um, you know looking at the youth mental health crisis it's like or like just looking at bullying in general it's like this could really be solved with some adequate martial arts mm-hmm. you know and I feel like that's one of the missing components too, because like even with like Tara's thing, like mental empowerment, you're giving them a lot of coping strategies, but there's no uh, resistance to exercise those strategies. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. it's like oh, if you get bullied, do this, or like if you feel a certain way, do this. Mm-hmm. But like, which is super important. If if you walk, it's sort of like the analogy of like if you're walking by a fire you know not to touch it, okay? But martial arts is kind of like, if you're walking by the fire, you're going to touch it and be like, why shouldn't I touch this? Okay, I got to, how close can I go to the fire? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like there's more, I feel like mental coping strategies are like just avoid that thing or like put, like respect the fire, but have distance for it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, but with martial arts, it's kind of like, how does the fire work? How badly can I get hurt without, you know, giving up or something like that yeah yeah does that make sense yeah, does that yeah, analogy yeah. make sense yeah I, I try i understand what you're trying to say like the level how much uh it, it, it's, it's sort of like okay so if you have the coping strategy but then you walk into a burning building mm-hmm. now you're like oh my god well what do i do i'm trapped in mm-hmm. the fire mm-hmm. but like martial arts is kind of like willingly putting yourself in the fire mm-hmm. to learn how to cope yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and i feel like that's that's the side that everyone's missing because they don't want to get hurt mm-hmm. they don't want to get burned but it's like you need to get burned in life, right? Is that, that actually makes sense? I, I understand if that I understand that make, that makes sense. Um, Disagree? Yeah. Agree? Uh, 
Well, I... So you can teach that since they're a little kid? Oh, yeah, well, I would definitely teach that since... And imagine if it was generational. So, like, not now. If you did it now, you'd have to wait for, like, three generations. Yeah. But, like, imagine if your parents also knew martial arts, then your grandparents knew martial arts, then you knew martial arts. It's like, okay... Like, so if you taught the kid martial arts now, then the, the parent will have no context from which to help assist the child. Mm -hmm. It's like, what do you mean resilience? Because they've never built resilience themselves. But if you're a martial artist, you teach your kid martial arts, it's like, no, this is the path forward. Like, you've already, you, you've already been through the flame that you can help direct them better. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to work right now. It's like, you're going to have to no, wait. No, no, of course. It's not like right away. I know, I know, I know. It's... Yeah. These are long-term solutions. Long-term solutions, yeah. yeah. And I think in, like, especially, like I know that there's, like, mental health crisis in other countries, but if you go to places like Thailand, Philippines, um, Japan, they're really nice. Well, why is that? It's built into their culture through through not just that, but, like, the reason why I named those, those places is because you do martial arts from a young age. Philippines are nice. Everyone has to learn it, mm -hmm. right? Because like they they also put them through war. So like they have war reserves or whatever. Like those countries that make you go through. Oh army yeah, yeah, training. yeah, yeah. So like, my dad had to do it. Like everyone has to do it. Yeah, like most of those countries do that. Like Israel does that too. Israel does it, but I heard they're really nice too. So it's like, well, it depends on who you speak to. No, yeah, obviously if you're going <laughs> against the other country, but I mean like locally, right? Sure. So like Japan, everyone does judo, and then. Um, Thailand, everyone does Muay Thai. It's just a thing, you know? Of course, there's going to be bullying, but... All right, think, think about it this way. Okay, mm -hmm. let's say we're in school, and then you're... You know how they say, like, if you see bullying, stand up to bullying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, you know, you're just aiding the bully if you mm -hmm. don't say anything. But then my thought is, like, well, if you confront that bully... And you don't know how to protect yourself. That boy's gonna bully you. Well, yeah. So don't get. Yeah, it's. But that, yeah, that, so now, now if everybody knew martial arts, let's say that kid's getting bullied, and you're like, "Bro, you should be better at martial arts." And you're like, "Well, he obviously can't help himself." So other people are gonna step in. They're like, "Yeah, we could all take you out." Like, you know, what I mean, like four of us against one person, mm -hmm. and all of us know martial arts. Like, that's gonna be neutralized really quick. Mm -hmm. But I think the fear comes of like, how do you stop something from bullying? Like, how do you stop somebody from bullying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're like an innocent bystander, you're like, you're being told you should intervene, but how do I intervene if I can't protect myself? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, that's why I think everyone should learn it. Because even if you suck at it by learning it, somebody who sees you will be pretty good at it and like hopefully help you out. Yeah, but that's just still like... Like, like what do you mean? Like, no, you're saying hopefully someone will help you. But it's it's from like a you'll you'll empower them to have more confidence to help out. So if if I wanted to help somebody out, but I'm nervous because I'm like I don't want to get hurt, you know, then why would I help you out? Mm -hmm. But if I'm like if I see that and I'm like oh I've been here before, then you're just like hey man yeah. relax. Well yeah I mean I'm not uh, I would say I'm not against any kind of solution. I think that the only thing is you'd have to prove these solutions work. I, yeah, I think we should look at like case studies from like Asia, but, but you know, that also another part of it too is spirituality. Like all of them are all like really into one religion. Mm -hmm. Like, um, the Thais are really into like Buddhism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? No, they have more other, th- yeah, but they're all like the same cultural, But right? that's what I mean. So it's like, it's not just a martial arts thing. Because I, I know like if you listen to this, you're like, oh, martial arts dancers. It's like also it's, there's more cultural aspects to it yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. But just in a society full of people who, you know, are culturally different and you're like at war mm-hmm. with one another, I think the best thing to do is learn how to like compete in war to like settle war. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially like if you know how bad it can get. Mm-hmm. Like if you know how bad the. Okay, so like for example, like jujitsu, being in an arm bar, like somebody's gonna break my arm. I'm like, oh, you could really break my arm. That's why, like, you tap out, right? But if you know how easily you could break someone else's arm, it's like, why would you want to break their arm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. We know how bad this can get, so it's like, let's just mm-hmm. not make mm-hmm. this bad, you know? Or even like uh, doing the knife fighting with your brother, and like, I was just doing random stuff, and I was like, wow, I could like kill you so easily, so quickly. So then if I saw somebody with a knife, it's like, do I really want to engage in this? You, you know, because this could end really badly for yeah, one of yeah, us. Yeah. You know. But if it's like out of sight, out of mind, people are like Do you know what I'm saying? It's like I do get what like, you're saying. They don't really know the I, actions. I get what you're saying, but also there's that's the thing that there's you know, violence is um what's surrounding martial arts, right? Yeah. Um, for sure. Well, that, that's why I like jujitsu, where it's just control. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, that that's yeah. I don't know that's specifically jujitsu, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you, that that's that's actually the one I really think. Like, I'm all for this mission that Henry Gracie's on. He's like trying to get everyone in um, in the U.S. to learn jujitsu because mm-hmm. there's like bullying stuff that uh, happened. Like, he always posts these like bullying scenarios, and like one kid will. You'll go home and then like, dad, this kid's bullying me. Oh, I should stand up to him, punch him in the face, right? Then they'll both get in trouble. Yeah. But what they do is they do like um, bully proofing. So what happens is like when you get bullied, you just take them down, wait for the teacher to arrive. You're not getting in trouble. They're getting in trouble because mm-hmm. you just neutralize the situation. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So I would agree with that kind of thing. But that's, that's the martial art that I'm talking about. It's just like jujitsu. Yeah, I just yeah, said yeah. martial art in general because I didn't want to be like biased, you know, because there's like, no, I know, but then, but when you're, when you're not being biased, then that's that's the situation that For could sure. come out. No, I, I agree with you. I was just trying to be politically because I have like <laughs> other martial arts. I think there's nothing wrong with being specific. Yeah, true, true. The, actually, the biggest differentiator that Henner pointed out, and it clicked in my mind. I'm like, I didn't even realize this. Is most most martial arts are focused on self offense, not defense. So the difference being, like with my knife fighting, mm-hmm. that's straight offense. Mm-hmm. Like I put you down quick, right? But I don't know how to protect myself. Like, I don't know how to protect both of us right? in that situation. It's either you're going down or, like, I'm not going down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, like, with jujitsu, it's, like, it's real self-defense because I'm just controlling both of us to, like, wait for help to arrive. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, you agree with that then? Yeah. Like, imagine if everyone knew. I think you're learning self-defense, learning a way to protect yourself, not in the sense of violence, but by. No, yeah, definitely don't do Muay Thai. You're going to yeah, crack that, That's what I'm saying. Over. That was my view of it coming out of it, right? right? right so right. I think it makes more sense in, in the other way, in Jiu-Jitsu way. Yeah. Yeah, right? Just like hold you down. Yeah. There, there is wrestling too, but the only thing with wrestling is they're more about pins. Yeah. They're not really about like actual, like I can, I can hold it's more, you. It's become more of a sport. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. But even jujitsu is also becoming more of a sport. That's why I like Gracie jujitsu, yeah. which is like the original style. Mm-hmm. But like there, there is a way that I could hold you 
like pin both of your arms and just hold you down and you can't move. And I'm just going to wait there, yep. you know? And like, so now if we all knew that, like if everyone knew jujitsu, somebody's bullying someone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then like those four people are like, oh, if we just hold them down, <laughs> we can get them to stop. You know, there's no like violence needed. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I understand that. But like that makes more sense when you don't have to deal with like what they have in the U.S., which is gun violence. Yeah, that's the only thing. It's like, I mean, we, we can deal with like knife violence here, but that's that's also like less. It's, I wouldn't like say it's less, less deadly. Less, it, it's still deadly, but it's like it's less. less would, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like not as... The radius is not very large, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's it's like, what it's... if you have a knife and I just lock the door, that knife's doing nothing. Yeah. But if you have a gun, shoot the doorknob, kick it in, like... Yeah, you can do a lot more damage with a gun. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to deal with that issue here. But all, also in those countries, like, I don't... I think guns are, like, illegal in those countries, right? Japan's got a no-gun policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, most of those countries... Most countries have it Ill- illegal for... Uh... You can't just walk into a store and yeah. buy a gun. Yeah, most I think yeah, most countries it's illegal or you can't buy. Yeah, just like that. It's only in America. What's crazy is they don't want to get rid of that. Well, they, I mean, can't. they can't. It's, 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 it's too, the too constitution. Yeah, 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 you can't do but it. But you're also too far gone. Like if I give up my guns, what about the person who didn't give up their guns? Yeah. But there's like things like what happened in like Australia or like New Zealand, right? Like after those mass shootings, they had done the like the buyback. Oh, really? Eh? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know about that. Yeah. But that depends on how the people's outlook is in those countries, right? Right. While right. in America, it's very much... These are my rights. Yeah. It's in the Constitution. Yeah, true. I mean, like, it's so funny because even crossing the border, we went to, uh, I think it was like New Hampshire, me and Tara, and you just feel the... Even though it's a super nice place, <laughs> like, it's super nice, but you still feel a weird vibe of like you might have a gun mm-hmm. yeah even like those things over there it's also each state runs differently so but you just assume all of america is the same exactly yeah 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 we we were um or so we were in a park in new hampshire and then like i I remember like sorry i remember like going to i think it was like a convention area they had a specific like we would have the normal you know like the no smoking sign yeah, yeah. with the they had no guns it had the no That's guns so funny so it's like dude that's yeah that's crazy (laughs) we were we were in this park and this this couple from this family from quebec um they were in the park with us and this one guy had his gun out and the little kid was like oh my god look look and then the mom was like it's legal here it's fine it's fine (laughs) but it's like yeah you have that weird vibe of yeah you know at any moment or me and sunshine were in new york before and we were going home late on the subway and like I just felt super uneasy because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know who has a gun here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like implied, mm-hmm. you know? They might not have a gun, but it's like... It's, it's yeah, you're it's more leaning on it's better gun, to though. think that they do. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so scary. What a, what a, like, a freaky country when you think about <laughs> it. Eh? You're just like, oh, man. Yeah. Weird. Hopefully, like, hopefully things get better. I mean... That's the idea that uh, any society tries to strive towards. Yeah, but... Oh, These things take time, though. They don't happen all the... Like, 
right away. Do you think in the future, like I would love to be a part of this. Like in general, like again, like we're all downer on that stuff, but in general, we're way better. Like we're still better at this point compared to like, like not 10 years ago. Let's yeah, say. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like that, I think that's what we have to keep remembering, that we are going in that direction. For sure, for sure. Yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like I was having this like conversation with your brother too, but like, but I'm, I'm equating it to time now. So it's like, time is kind of like us having money in the bank, but what are we doing with our time while we're here? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, like the idea of money too, it's like you, it's super important, super necessary. But if you, if you just like, if, if you're not utilizing it, I'm like, it's like time to me. And I feel like with time, we need to spend it more like, you know what I mean? Like what, at, at the end of your life, like, what did you do? Mm-hmm. At least that's what's propelling me forward, right? Yeah. And I feel like that with the jujitsu thing right now, I see like a huge movement towards educating the police on it. And I really think that in the future, that could be something in elementary schools. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so like fascinated by it because like I'm really watching this thing closely. Yeah. And like, like you, like even you said, like that makes total sense if mm-hmm. you just control the person. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, no, I agree with that. That's why I was like, Again, that's what like I said. What kind of martial arts? Yeah, I just, kind of martial I arts because politically, like even with because everything. the issue is the violence situation, right? Right, that right, right. Both for can sure. get involved in, but the point is yeah. to not. It's more like uh, holding down the person, not not exactly, exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. which is much makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I think in the future, if like enough people see the benefit in it, hopefully it'll change for the better. Like, because mm-hmm. it's it's not even like my optimism i feel like we as canadian yeah, I, I mean any kind of change comes from people pushing for it right right, or right, right like individual it starts from an individual yeah that push for it and then they end up you know, implementing other people yeah rallying other, uh, rallying other people around it and then implementing it in um mass scales and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah i feel like with the u.s and canada because like the Gracies are doing such a huge like push over there. Canada follows suit typically. Right. Mm-hmm. And just watching what they're doing in the U S I really think it's super beneficial. I think it'll spill over to Canada like soon enough because mm-hmm. they're already um, like some insider news. Like they're at the place where I train, they contract, they have a contract with like Peel region or something okay. for like police officers. Cause mm-hmm. like the police officers are noticing that they don't have the same training you know, yeah. that that is needed to hold something down. Like if, you know, we're not going to just jump to our gun. Mm-hmm. So let's learn some control tactics. Yeah. And um, yeah, so as that's starting there, you know, if, if it's successful, if it's a good case scenario, then like mm-hmm. other um, places will do it too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it, it's any kind of thing, any implement, any change that you do is all coming from, uh, like a research-based thing it has yeah, to you have to prove like it a successful way. pilot yeah yeah okay so speaking of change um you brought this up before i went to that farmer's market this morning um but elon Musk bring everyone back into office post-covid yeah yeah that's interesting i really like is it an equality thing is there a reason why uh 
it's like uh, my uh, life it's not about an equality thing because it is an equality thing in the sense that everyone like the people that are working hard in the manufacturing plant so everyone who's working at the company should be in office too for at least 40 hours that's what he's saying at least 40 hours per week yeah that's a full work week yeah so at least 40 hours means you're in the office yeah if you're working like overtime you can do that outside of 40 hours right oh wow so he wants that and then he's because he like in in the quote uh in those internal emails that he said was uh like where they quoted in the article was that if you like i think if you don't want to work or um you can pretend to work somewhere else <laughs> because that's the idea because that's what's happening is generally people working from home are not working oh, full hours right interesting and that is uh, of course that's happening that's why people don't want to go back to work right 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 right. so, so he knows that if you, you are going to be working when you're in office that's for sure wow interesting i suppose it makes sense if you're dealing with a car company i guess Again, I, I think it depends know. on the field. So I think for a car company, yeah, it makes sense. Because you have people working in the plant, right? And you want the same kind of treatment for everybody, right? I guess, yeah. Because like I'm thinking about Jack Dorsey's like Twitter thing. You can, now that it's remote, you can work remote mm -hmm. wherever, like for indefinitely. And then, and then Tesla goes through this thing, even last year. So the, like, uh, I think they're laying off about 10% staff. It's all every. Oh, I saw that recently. Yeah, yeah. and they did it last year too, nine percent. So generally, like every year, they check and see if they have um, too many workers. Interesting. Just so like what they will do is uh, they'll cut down on the salary, some of the salary people, but they'll increase the wages of the hourly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. But damn, that sucks for them. But it's it's yeah. If it's again, it's a card company like. We, Again, the likelihood of a car, any new car company making it, yeah, yeah is very slim, slim, yeah, yeah, slim to sure. none, right? So, you got to be very efficient. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I'm. I'm more. Uh, uh, you know, like as time goes on, you know that line where it's like you live long enough to see yourself become the villain or you die a hero. <laughs> I'm kind of noticing that now with like Elon Musk because like he's so great but like as time progresses I can see him walking back a couple things and I'm like so when you made the initial guess you weren't fully serious question mark which guess so like he's talking about UBI and then he he went back on that like I watched a recent interview he's like oh yeah no UBI it's like better to do this other thing blah 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 but I was like you were such a huge proponent of UBI in the beginning I think, uh, but yeah, but again, it's like uh, over time people change or they learn new things. That, but that's why I brought up the the um, line about like see yourself become a hero or like die a hero or see yourself become a villain. Because mm -hmm. like, you, yeah, you're right. Things do change over time. But, you know, his logic was sound back then. But, it, you know, now it's like switching. And it, it's kind of just proving that you can't really rely on one person for. No, you should never rely on projection. Yeah. But he's like extremely brilliant, so it's like what you say is most no, likely even, happen, no, no, even no, no. Like I, because I followed him for so long, it's like he would have projections, but you don't always know 
something new that was so like when they were working on it first the autopilot or full self-driving it's like oh we'll have it by the end of the year didn't right, happen right. right yeah so why didn't that happen they asked him in those the other interview it's like well we didn't we thought we would reach the thing but we yeah, had a ceiling yeah. Okay. Where we had to, we couldn't like get further than that until we learned something more. Yeah. And then now we're back at it again. So it's so, like so he implemented again, like maybe by this end of next year. So, so it's like, so you, you know, there's like schools of thought where it's like over promise, under deliver, mm-hmm. under promise, over deliver, or deliver exactly what you promised, mm-hmm. right? So it's almost like an over promise, under deliver. Yeah. It's always, and it's like, oh, that's, that doesn't sit well with a lot of people. No, you know? I think it's in a way, it's good motivation for the workers though yeah but if you under deliver it's like yeah so you're it is it's it's a good motivation to the workers but it it does have an effect on people uh morale uh i wouldn't say people's morale necessarily i would say more like like the stock outcomes like oh he said this thing no no that's not working right I, i guess but like even from my perspective i'm like when he switched on the UBI thing, I was like, oh, that's, that's weird. Like you were so dead set on UBI being a thing. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what his, his like new argument was, but he was just saying, or I don't even think he went into it. I think he just said like, um, yeah, like we, we wouldn't need UBI. Like, like he initially thought, like, you know, he's like, oh, all of the manufacturing will be done by robots and then we'll just need UBI because people will be out of work. Yeah, I think he's like walking that statement back now, where it's like we actually won't lose our jobs. Yeah, because he right now he believes there's a a, sh- a shortage of workers. Workers. Oh, okay, so that's why he wants. Yeah, that's why. That's why he's like, don't bang on UBI guys. We need you to work. Yeah, because uh, that's what he's saying. Like, I think we're we're going to hit a point of like shortage. Like, we're we're already having a shortage of labor or something or shortage of staff right where we need more people working but that's also a thing about like what is your barrier to entry for like what 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 requirements do you need to work like you know yeah, like, skills oh, or or like oh i need you to have 10 years experience before i can hire you for this thing it's like well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. no no that depends yeah i don't understand that yeah so it's like in order to rectify the shortage of workers you need to open the door to make it more accessible yep. to become a worker. Yep. I, whew, even with the gas thing right now, I'm just like watching a lot of structural things be like come to uh, come to like odds with one another. It's like how are we going to get out of this mess? Mm-hmm. Like today, I was just driving and it was like uh, 214. Yeah, and I was like, today's. I think they said it was going to a new record for Ontario, right? Yeah, 214.9. So it's basically 215. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, if this thing just keeps getting higher and higher, how are you going to solve this problem? Because it's, it's, it's not a gas thing. It's a ramification thing because higher gas prices means higher prices for products and stores mm-hmm. means higher payment at the pump. Yep. How are you going to drive to that location? Mm-hmm. But now you're telling all of us to go back into work. Yep. Elon Musk, so it's like, so you're kind of just like bleeding us dry. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you want me to go back to work in office, but I have to also pay to get there. Yeah. So are you going to increase my salary to allow me to get to work? Well, weren't you coming into work before? No, but what did they move? It was like two years. No, I know. Yeah. But that was only because of COVID. 
Yeah, but all right, but you, okay. So if you're like, hey, we're working from home, you cha- you uproot your life, and your reaction is, but weren't you coming in before? It's no. like so I had to put put my life on pause for two years, and then in the hopes that maybe you like or in the well, yeah, the implement the implication. Back, it's the same thing with Apple's trying to be, get people back to work because right, they but, don't know one's working from home. No, like no, no one's okay, but 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 even still, it's like we went through two years of that, mm-hmm. and then to switch it back, it's like how do you make me do that? Like what? What if you know people left the city and they bought homes? Sure. And then they're like, okay, you gotta come back into work. So I'm gonna sell my house and drive all the way back in. Yeah, or you have to find another job. Which results in a shortage of labor. Yeah. But do you know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. it's such a domino effect that it's like, how do you get out of this problem? And that's what I'm seeing now. It's like, do you know what I'm saying? Because you're like, you're like, okay, you should come in to work. But if you change your whole lifestyle and then I'm going to quit because you want me to come back into work. Mm-hmm. But then the first problem was a shortage of labor. You just lost a bunch of other people. Yeah, yeah. Who didn't want to do that job? Mm-hmm. Who didn't want to have to commute? Yeah, yeah, right. So I feel like there's almost like no way out of this. I think it may give you know. I would say that would give more if they're still looking for staff. No one's coming in, or you need certain experiences. I think that will you'll cut down on necessarily having ten years of experience to, to five years. Let's say. Yeah, like but that's probably helping dang, people who are bro. newer in the newer in the industry who are looking for jobs theoretically but then but then the other problem is now you have less experienced workers mm-hmm. so who will mess up more than people who have lots of experience yeah that's the whole point of the training yeah. right, but, but you see what i'm saying it's like such a it's like we're we're in a downward spiral where we can't fix mm-hmm. right does that make sense uh, i can see that but i don't i don't i don't know well, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, right? I think, like yeah. every every proposed solution has a problem with more problems to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah. Other things, everything's getting more expensive, and right, like that. unless you adapt, and you're just like, okay, sure, you're not working as much from home, but that's what I have to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But I think it depends on again. It's like. Uh, how you're looking at it too if he was looking at it like equally for everybody so like people who are working in yeah, that, that makes working sense in equality, the plant yeah. that's what i'm saying it makes more sense for that like uh i don't think he's going to change that for necessarily twitter like no, like no yeah, you, i don't think so you know what i mean like um i think just equally it's like everyone working in they're working multiple hours right yeah physically and they're driving in to work i don't see an issue with the office staff not driving into work oh why don't you just pay those people more which people? Oh, people that are driving to work. Pay them a premium. So it's like, it's like okay, you can work from home, but we're going to pay these people more because they're coming in. Well, yeah, I don't know what the other... Like, wouldn't that make more sense to you? It's more of an incentive. Yeah, but it's also like... Um, How are you going to recoup that cost because somebody's got to pay for it? No, but I think even, even though you're going to pay them more, it's still like, I, get, I have to still come in to work. While the other people get their work from home. Like, no, but if you're paying me more, it's like that's a choice I made. Um, but it's, it's equal compensation then because it's like, okay, I'm coming in, so I'm getting paid more. Cool. Or then should you cut their pay then? Who? The people that are working away? Working from home. Uh, that's a legal battle then. Because <laughs> no, no, you can only yeah. add pay, but you yeah, can't I know, I know, pay. I know. Yeah. 
Because how can you, like, then HR is going to be like, you can't just cut their pay just because they're... Yeah, I know, yeah. You know? Yeah. So the other way is just to have everyone come in. Yeah, that's that's tricky. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sure 80% of the people will be, like, cool with it, and then 10% or the 20% will just be like, whatever. Yeah. Or, like... Well, we'll see how that comes out. Like, yeah. Be best. yeah. Um, it's the same for Apple, right? Apple wants people back. I, like you were saying before, it's like industry specific. I feel like I think these need... are industry specific because a lot of things with Apple, it's actual physical products. So they, yeah, a lot of ideas come about. Yeah, when you're working collaboration. When you're, yeah, yeah, I was asked that recently about um, like. I think it just it depends on on the on the work on the field. Yeah, right yeah, here. okay, yeah. Especially if it's creative, because you definitely need to like bounce ideas off one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like tech companies. That makes sense. Like, you need to see the product. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to feel the product. Yeah, if, if your product is always online, like Twitter. Twitter is just an online product, right? They don't yeah, have anything sure. physical. So yeah. I don't see you necessarily need them in office for that kind of thing. Yeah, what, what do you bounce ideas off? Yeah. Just do like a video call, bro. There's nothing to actually touch. Yeah. Yeah, all right. That makes sense. It just It's just weird to like observe the post-COVID like hangover. Mm-hmm. And I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's we have, we. It's like how do we write? There, for there is the the recession is in the. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's in like, the is in the air, right? So although yeah. again, we we did talk about this like way before, but it's it's almost like we kick the problem down the road, kick the can of the problem mm-hmm. down the road. You know, like we'll deal with that later because like we were saying on the podcast, like the post COVID recession, like the money thing is going to be a huge problem, but nobody was like worrying about that because the main problem right now is covid yeah the main problem was covid and giving getting people vaccinated and so getting people vaccinated but also getting people paid right 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 right. and then now that that's dealt with now yeah the, with the problem uh, yeah like with the overflow economics. of with the overflow of cash that's where the inflation comes yes yeah now we're and then now everyone's going back to work we're driving more they have to like restart up all the like that's Little like in the beginning of covid yeah. gas prices dropped right because nobody was driving yeah, less demand yeah so they cut down on production so now everyone's going driving more yeah they haven't raised production isn't that a weird like principle like um in economics like the higher demand the higher the price the lower the demand the lower the price mm-hmm. but you would think that like if it's a higher demand, you could lower the price because you can build like an economy of scale. Like if you sell more, you can charge less theoretically. Yeah. That's just a weird, um, like you would think that, yeah, I don't know. It's just I think it depends on, depends on the products. It's like, I guess this finance is because like it requires like, yeah, for gas, it requires you to drive to buy more cash. So if you weren't right. driving, then it, Yeah. It just cut down. It's, yeah, so it's a weird one. Yeah, it's a weird one, yeah. Like, and it's not like us. Is just so confusing. Gas is like, it's a different kind of way. It's how they're, they have their own system, right? That's so like, it's not like the country isn't controlling the pricing. Right, right. It's a global yeah. issue. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Um, all right, two, last two things. Uh, if... I was thinking about it yesterday, like, because I knew we were going to do the podcast today. I was like, what if everyone had a podcast? <laughs> no, no, really think about that. That's okay. weird, right? Like, okay, so, so 
if you okay so basically you don't know me right like um, you know me i'm doing an example so like let's say you didn't know me mm-hmm. and then you're like i want to get to know that person a bit more but i have no idea like if i would jive with them whatever whatever they just listen to the podcast and you're like oh i get your free-flowing ideas i get the way you think i like you Mm -hmm. i will Mm -hmm. you know talk to you more it's almost like if everyone had a podcast it'd be like everyone had social media you just log in and you could hear the people you'd want to talk to do you know what i'm saying it's almost like an extra filter i get i understand what you're saying yeah but in a way that's what social media is, though, right? But, but, right, for sure, for sure. But social media is extremely um, doctored, right? Like, I'm, of it course, did, yeah, this is like a one-hour clip, but we, uh, I'm not editing this thing. You know, I, I understand that. Um, but also, it depends who you're, like, uh, like, what kind of things you're following on social media, right? So it's like if someone, uh, or like, uh, like those, like the trucker movement, someone I follow. Oh, yeah. So it's like, that's his main content. Okay, yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay. So I know him that. as that, right? Right, right, right. But, but you're, that's still just like a one-way... Um, Unless they do lives, like the thing. That's why I like TikToks. Oh, okay, okay. I see like what you're uh, sometimes some of these people go live. And that's when you're actually directly inter- interacting with them. Okay, yeah. So it's sort of like that too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It, it, just, it just got me thinking like, it's so weird... Like, going back to that thing about that person being like, what is your life like? It's like, just listen to the podcast. You hear what we talk about, or like, follow me on social media, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. It's mm-hmm. like, you, you kind of remove a barrier for, um, for interaction. Mm-hmm. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like, weird, weird to think about, even though it's kind of like Black Mirror-ish. It's, you're getting to know them, like, n- like you know what I'm saying. Like, I, I get what you're trying weird, to say. Though. Yeah, or it's it's like not being a stranger kind of thing. It's yeah. Like, yeah. And then we could just pick up on something we share in common. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If yeah. everyone had one, mm-hmm. then it would be like a you'd be able to better filter your relationships. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, like yeah, on, yeah. on the surface, you're like, oh, this person seems like this. Mm. But then you're like, oh, but they think like this. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah actually, I found that really fascinating. But I mean, like, what would a lot of people talk about? But then if a lot of people just have nothing to say, then it's like, okay, I'm bored with you. I don't need to talk to you. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like a weird, um, it's like a weird uh, filtering system mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, just. I think a lot of people have something to say. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think so, too. But like, mm-hmm. but what is it you're saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if, yeah, if yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So like, if, if I, if I was like, oh, that person looks interesting. And then I listen to their podcast and their podcast is all about like, you know, how Jesus is the savior of everything. I'd be like, oh, that is not who I thought you were. And then you can like be on your way. Right. Right. But it could be for other people who, who do like that. Yeah. Then go find that person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like a better communication method or something. Yeah. I, that, I think that's, that's why I like. I understand what you're saying as podcasts, but I feel like that's where these live streams kind of work yeah, out as. But those are so weird, though. I find, like, live streams so weird because it's like... Or, like, like I'm saying, like, you have your normal content that you put on social media, but you're doing live on the side kind of thing. Or, like, at the yeah, same yeah, time yeah. kind of thing. So it's like you're getting to know them. And then you can... 
No, but but okay, but but with that it's like a two way interaction. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're still interacting with them in a specific manner that they um, are are trying to like they're 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 interacting with a you right but whoever's listening to this isn't interacting with us no this is just what we're i guess you're right in that sense do you get what i'm saying so it's like it's different yeah it's different yeah you know so but if everyone just captured conversations that they had like the whole i know i know what i'm saying saying? like like i understand what you're saying that's why but i don't listen to a lot of podcasts i i right okay i think you do right you uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of them. Yeah, yeah so like I mostly interview. Podcasts, yeah, I, I lean towards more live streams. I just I like those. Okay, being okay. more interactive. Yeah, but that that feels like a show still to me. Yeah, but it's all the show. But like, no, no, because all right. So to go back to like I was gonna say, whoops, I was gonna say this before um we went on that tangent just now. Uh, remember how this all started. We would go on walks, and I would, I would, we would have literally the exact same yeah, conversation yeah, yeah, we're yeah, having. Yeah. And I was like, "Do we just record this?" And you're like, mm-hmm. "What do you mean?" I'm like, "This is what Joe Rogan does. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a conversation between two people." Yeah, I mean, that, that's where it started from. Like for me, I used, to, I watched like the old Joe Rogan. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I did get into all these other, other like podcasts and stuff. Yeah, but then, but but that's what I mean. It's not a show, though. It's, no, no, it's no, no, a no. show, but it's not like. It's not like I'm trying to entertain you. When you do the live, I'm trying to entertain you, right? Like, what do you guys want to know about? Blah, 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 you know, they're not just like living. Like I was saying, uh, like this is just a comment. Like we would have this conversation without the mics. No, 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 yeah, yeah. So it's like that's what I mean. If everyone had a podcast like this, where you're just like capturing a conversation between you and another person, it creates a weird, um, a, a unique filtering system. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I just, I don't know. I like the live interaction. No, totally, yeah, yeah. It's the immediate. I mean, but that's the entertainment value of it. <laughs> that's the entertainment right? value of it, yeah. But but I'm I'm using it more differently as like more yeah. of a filtering, not really like a entertain me. You know. Yeah. I was a huge fan of Periscope. Too bad that's gone. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those live. Well, that's things. where TikTok is there now. <laughs> they did the same thing. Yeah. I don't but know, I actually, no, I do though. like. No, no. The thing I like with TikTok is you can have. Like the another person in you, like join you. Oh, they do that for Instagram now. Oh, they do now. Yeah, yeah. Well, for a, a while. But you can have like more than one person. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I like those kinds of like panel discussions. No, oh, yeah, I started listening to. Is it called Clubhouse? Oh, uh, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I got in, into that too, which is again a live talks. Does it get recorded though? Yes. Oh, and then they upload it. Yeah, you can watch the past ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or so, listen to the, listen. Sorry. So past. yeah, but that's exactly what we're, we're talking about. That's yeah. what I mean. Not necessarily a podcast, but like some recorded. Uh, yeah, it, it becomes recorded, but it's also live. Yeah, and then they will take questions at the end or whatnot. Okay, but yeah, okay. So, so that that's what I mean. Just some sort of. It doesn't have to be a, com- a podcast, but just like a capturing of a conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like when when you said live, I was thinking more about like the lives that I watched, which are like, you'll take a question from the chat and then you'll answer it. Oh no no. Okay, so you're talking about like two people just discussing something and then yeah, you can have discussions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and like that person is with you on your screen as well, right? So it's like so that's the one you're talking about. Those yeah live. yeah okay yeah. okay. Like you can have. I mean, so they all the exact same thing. They're all in, they're all part of the live, but I like I like those discussion ones. 
Okay, yeah, but all right. So, but that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. So, mm-hmm. if there is, if everyone did those sort of like captured discussion things, mm-hmm. it'd be really interesting to see like what people's mindsets are. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you're talking about like your true self, right? Uh, like your, like there is no true self because we're always adapting. Sure. But, but I mean, like our least doctored self mm-hmm. would be this conversation between two people who are comfortable with one another. So it's like a weird peering into. Yeah, I you know what I'm saying? It's like so weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if yeah. everyone did it, that'd be so cool, though. Uh, you're right. I think if, if you just want to figure dusk, out, what yeah, it's like true. That. People don't really talk, though. That's right? what I mean. That's yeah, what, I that's exactly what, what I mean. Yeah, like, when you interact with people, okay, so this in is generalities, exactly. yes, yeah, that's yes. why I like those other discussion this things. Is, this is what I mean. So, like, you see somebody in the elevator, and you're like, "Hey, how's the weather? Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's nice. All right, have a great day." <laughs> I know nothing about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if you're like, oh, I wonder what that person's about, and then you watch their podcast, you're like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I think the exact same way. Mm-hmm. But someone has to break the ice. But if you have the context I, I see before, what you're saying, yeah. It's like, dude, I was listening to your episode, and I was like, whoa, that was crazy what you said there. So you, boom, icebreaker. That's true. Wouldn't it be better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like everyone should do it. Yeah. And then you'll find like your tribe that way. <laughs> so then, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Your tribe could be your neighbor. You don't even know. Exactly. Exactly. That's more connectivity. Mm, yep. And then you can see like, is there depth there? Is there not depth? Are you too deep? Like, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you, it's interesting too because you get like you'll realize quickly how bored you get of other people's. Like, I tried watching a couple of other people's podcasts. Like, um, they're just having a conversation too. I was like, yeah, boring. You know, but like then you're like, like it's just filtering much yeah, faster yeah, yeah. filtering, course, yeah. and you're like, I don't really want to talk to that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It just tripped me out because that you makes were recording sense. Yeah, I understand. What That'd you're be saying. so sick, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it wouldn't be weird because it's not like it, it's. It wouldn't be weird because like something like Neuralink. That's too weird because it's like I can't control that filter. <laughs> if I could read your mind, right? But. But like with the podcast, if you didn't want to put it up, you didn't have to put it up. Right. But because you put it up, it means that you're okay with those ideas being out mm. there. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, at yeah. least there's still like the that control mm-hmm. aspect of it. True. Yeah. Okay. Final thing, because um, we were we we're realizing it today. Uh, it's almost like, um, like vocal communication is like a weird crutch. You know, we were talking about Athena, and like that's that's really what okay. brought it up. Like, how does she know certain things before, or like as they're happening, as if she could understand English? Mm-hmm. So, like uh, this morning, Tara was like, "Hey, do you want to go to the farmers market?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And then I went to get up, and then Athena knew that we were going to go to the farmers market somehow, and she like got all excited. I was like, "Oh, let's go, let's go, let's go!" It's like, how did you know that though? Mm-hmm. Or like you you were saying like you were asleep on the couch there, and then she heard Tara be like, "Okay, bye." And then she got up all excited, like, okay, she's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she could hear, like, oh, no, like, they're still having a conversation. Okay, I'll wait a bit. <laughs> and you're like, but how do you know you don't know English? True. Right? And I wonder if it's, like, we're handicapped because we rely so heavily on one vehicle of communication, which is words, mm-hmm. whereas she has to tap into a myriad of other things. Sure, yeah. Like heart rate, scent, uh, noise, too, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Weird, right? 
Yeah, it's. I mean, we would do that. We some people do do that, like people who have lost certain senses. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So other senses yeah. increase. They have to learn how to adapt by like mm-hmm. forcing themselves to utilize those other senses they wouldn't have used before. Yeah. And then it makes you wonder, like, what is our capability? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like, wait a minute. If True. we just talked less, we'd have to rely on other senses. So mm-hmm. what? is the capacity of those senses we've mm-hmm. never built up at all. Yeah, I think it's humans are very adaptable. Like we have yeah. this ability to adapt based on situations. Yes, right? yes. So if we need those skills, or we'll learn those skills kind of thing, or we'll train, yes, yes, train yes, to yes. have those yeah, skills yeah. be better. But I wonder what we've forgotten over time. Yeah, because we don't need them anymore. Yeah. Weird, right? Like, you know, like Native Americans, they have these... Um, they have like a ton of different ways to communicate like with nature, with animals and stuff. Mm. At least from what I see from like Disney movies. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Um, it depends on the, maybe it depends on tribes. Who knows? Yeah. Like, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I do it, understand. It seems like a lost knowledge there. And it's, it's almost like I'm very fascinated to see what we can also do mm-hmm. with with if we just, that was actually, I, I went through a whole period of that trying to figure out what what uh our bodies are capable of mm-hmm. so like your brother asked me about cold plunges and i was like oh that's cool like that's that's something that the wim hof method yeah i was fascinated by like way in the early 2000 like 13s like i saw him on vice and i was like how's this guy doing this so i went on this whole like google deep dive search and i found out that um he's using like tumo meditation which is like tibetan monks they would go to um like they'd sleep outside their their training was to sleep outside in nothing but their robes and like a very light tent and they had to figure out how to stay warm mm-hmm. in the in the snow yeah so he knew how to do it and like he popularized this and everybody's doing cold plunges but like again what are these things that we're capable of we just don't know how to do them yeah because we don't necessarily need them yeah right right and and like um I did Wim Hof's online program and I was telling your brother actually how to do it. It's like you deep breathe in and then you hold the air in and you flex all your muscles, right? And then like your core muscles and yeah, then yeah. it's, it gets you hotter and hotter, you know, naturally. Cause you're like, you're kind of just working, um, mm-hmm. you, like, you know, you're like yeah, stimulating yeah, yeah. your system, but it's like, but that was so basic. I, I showed it to you in like two seconds. And I just go practice it. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's so like forgotten knowledge. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like kind of weird. There's so much there that we're, we've kind of just like let go, but we're capable of tapping into. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I just found that really weird. Uh, yeah. I don't want to say, what, it's, what do you say? It's forgotten knowledge or like these are also other knowledges that they learned also, right? So like he learned from these Tibet monks, but they were doing it because of their situation right exactly yeah yeah. yeah so sure. they learned it from that so it's not i wouldn't say it's forgotten knowledge right? it's like not utilizing or more like what are we capable of question mark yeah i guess that's the better question yeah right like yeah. there was actually this one time uh i was i was roll. i still do it when i'm like rolling with someone in jujitsu i don't look at them and i'm like feeling their uh limbs because yeah. I don't want to rely on my eyes, right? Like, what if, it's kind of stupid, like, but 
worst case scenario what if like they throw sand in my eyes can i still protect myself <laughs> yeah, that's what i'm thinking it's so stupid but like no but i understand what you're saying though yeah right it's feeling movements without necessarily seeing them right 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 right. Yeah. and and the guy that i was with the first time i did it he's like what are you looking at i'm like oh nothing i'm like looking at your like uh like peripherally just like your shadow he's like stop looking elsewhere look at me and i was like but you don't know what i'm doing though mm. you know but it's sort of like it's sort of like that Jedi thing, you know, like if you look with your eyes, it'll distract you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you could see more with other parts of you than just your eyes. You get what I'm saying? It's like yeah, it's yeah, very weird. Yeah, it just it reminds me of something and like I don't remember the line in the movie or something like that. Where it happened to me yesterday, like with the racing. It's okay, like okay, yeah. it's like you're focusing on yourself. Yes. As okay. you're driving. Not yeah. relying like I'm not looking at how other people are driving because that's going to distract you. Right, if they do right. a wrong turn, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. doing the wrong turn with them. Yes, 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 yes. So focus on your own method, and then you'll find your like yes. way around them, like way around it too, like for your jujitsu thing. It, it reminds you of like flow states. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're like you're processing so much information, but not on a not on a mental level because mm-hmm. you'll be slowed down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If if I. Okay, if like we'll take your racing one. So if you used it on a mental level, you're like, okay, turn left now. But the time it took for you to say turn left now in your head slowed you down than if you just turned left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Yep. And and like to go back to the jujitsu one. The input lag. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so when when he's like, stop looking elsewhere, look at me. I was like, you're just adding more input stimuli mm-hmm. that I have to calculate with my brain. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. it's weird, right? Yeah, it's very so. Then, then that opens the door to what else are we like adding? That's not necessary. Actually, this just sparked my memory. Um, I just watched the most recent um, flow state discussion by Stephen Kotler. He's like the the guy that studies flow. He's like really really in depthly performance mm-hmm. athletes. So he was saying that you know how we we have that theory of um, you're only using 10% of your brain. So if you could use more than 10%, then you're able to achieve heightened states. You know, like the old yeah, day, yeah, you yeah, heard yeah, that, right? Yeah. We're only using 10% of our brain. If yeah, we yeah. could use like 100%, what would we be doing? So what he said was in their scientific study, we're actually using a lot of our brain power already. But when you enter into a flow state, you actually um, silence the prefrontal cortex uh, like your problem solving aspect mm-hmm. because you're letting your me- like your mechanics take over yeah but if you if that's you, exactly what happened yesterday it's, that's what i mean right so that's yeah. why i was like oh it sparked my memory when you explain that it's like in order to do perform at a higher capacity mm-hmm. you actually have to use less of your brain yeah. than more of it because yeah. if you're using so, more of it you're like adding too much input stimuli yes yeah, so like go let be or something like that like, uh, don't don't think, just do. Don't think, just do. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, it was in um, Top Gun too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's a, that's the same. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're talking about flow exactly. states. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Yeah. I think that's what I hit yesterday. A flow state with it. A flow yeah, state yeah, yeah. with it. That's why I was like, everything, every lap was smooth. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, um, that is the the point of Zen. Is can you make your entire life into a flow state? Can you make it so that you're not thinking about every little thing mm-hmm. that you're just acting with life? 
Yeah, that's why I like Zen and the Art of Archery. Like the the um, point of that book is like in order to become a really good archer, you have to like let go and do the move. Yep. Don't like try and do the move. Mm-hmm. Just do the move. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was it Yoda? Um, do or do not. There is no try. Yeah. Right, because if you're trying, you're like, oh, I really want it. Like you're adding so much, so much mental mm-hmm. input mm-hmm. to try and like get it to work. Yeah. But sometimes you just gotta like let it happen. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't happen, then it's like you didn't, you did not do right. or do not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? Yeah, it's it's letting go of the mind kind of thing. It's it like is, it is literally letting go of the mind. Yeah. Right. Like think, not thinking of the past or the future. You just or else, or else it's too slow. Yeah, you're too slow. That's why I think um, the the Top Gun one did it the best because when you're a fighter pilot, there is no time to think of the past yeah. because you're split second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when you're at those speeds. Yes, it's, it, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But that's why I think like jujitsu taps into it too because when we're going super fast, your body just has to react how mm-hmm. it's been like trained to do right. just like driving yep. the um the race gt7 yeah. yeah interesting right yeah uh i had something else to say about that but kind of lost me there um yeah or whatever that's all just <laughs> uh yeah it's, it's it's an interesting phenomenon that the mind oh i remember what it was okay so in oops sorry um in that book uh when they explained it like if you see a dog and you think oh it's a dog that's that's when you know you're you're using too much of your brain Mm -hmm. because you didn't need to say it's a dog do you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, like if you're just moving through life Mm mm-hmm it's almost like what detaching from narratives is because like if somebody bumps another car, you're like, Oh, they just bumped another car. But if it's like, Oh, he's at fault. No, he's at fault. Now they're going to get mad. Oh, where are they going to fight? Blah, blah, blah. Then it's like your whole brain wheels start turning so quickly. And it's like, you don't even need that anxiety, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's what like people who live an anxious life are like, maybe, I don't know, but like, maybe it's like their mind got too out of hand. Mm-hmm. Or does it make sense? Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's all. That's all <laughs> I, Reach those flow states. That's, that's, that's the... Yeah, that's, that's the uh, the main takeaway there. Yeah. But it's like... How do you... Do, like, it's in almost, what you like doing. No, no, but... but I was, I was, yeah, for sure. In what you like doing. It. But um, it's like the question of how do you do that? Because I remember right. when I was like super young and then my cousin was talking about like, med- she was saying it jokingly. I brought it up to her. She's like, she didn't remember this. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you yeah. actually put me on the path to meditation. And she's like. That happened with my cousin too with, uh, I would say like atheism. With, uh, he doesn't remember him saying that. It's weird. Isn't that crazy? Like <laughs> small drops turn into big ripples. Exactly. Right? Like it was such an innocuous interaction. Yeah. Right? And now it like changed your whole paradigm. Like they may have just said it jokingly. But they didn't yeah. realize how much of an impact that had. Yes. Yeah. 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 So she she was like, she's like, oh, um, are you meditating? Like, I think I was just sitting there like jokingly, and I'm like, what's that? And she's like, uh, you just stop your mind. But she said it so casually, <laughs> and I was like, what is that? Like, what is what are you talking about? You know? 
Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. The little things that what someone can say or do that changes another person's right and then it created this whole rabbit hole of like what are they talking about and like <laughs> yeah yeah it's all right so be careful of your actions too because you never know like what little thing you can do that sparks a trauma or intrigue in someone else yes that's why i always try i try to be careful around kids because you don't yeah, wanna, you never know you never know what you might say by accident that can yeah. lead them in the wrong direction <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's a story for another time. <laughs> All right. Till next time, Tazy Bish. Peace. Bye. All right. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things, and check out our sponsors Zenro Clothing Co., Portion Bakery, and Podbean. Take it easy, Bish. Peace.